Okay, so today is June the 22nd, 2020, and Darren and I are in the book of Esther, and we're going to read chapters 5 through 10. Okay, Esther chapter 5. Now it came about on the third day that Esther put on her royal robes and stood in the inner court of the king's palace in front of the king's rooms, and the king was sitting on his royal throne in the throne room opposite the entrance of the palace. When the king saw Esther, the queen standing in the court, she obtained favor in his sight. And the king extended to Esther the golden scepter, which was in his hand. So Esther came near and touched the top of the scepter. Then the king said to her, What is troubling you, queen, Esther? And what is your request? Even to half of the kingdom it shall be given to you. Esther said, If it pleases the king, may the king and Haman come this day to the banquet that I have prepared for him. Then the king said, Bring Haman quickly, that we may do as Esther desires. So the king and Haman came to the banquet which Esther had prepared. As they drank their wine at the banquet, the king said to Esther, What is your petition? For it shall be granted to you. And what is your request? Even to half of the kingdom it shall be done. So Esther replied, My petition and my request is, If I have found favor in the sight of the king, and if it pleases the king to grant my petition, and do what I request, may the king and Haman come to the banquet which I will prepare for them. And tomorrow I will do as the king says. Then Haman went out that day glad and pleased of heart, But when Haman saw Mordecai in the king's gate, and that he did not stand up or tremble before him, Haman was filled with anger against Mordecai. Haman controlled himself, however, went to his house, and sent for his friends and his wife, Zeresh. Then Haman recounted to them the glory of his riches, and the number of his sons, and every instance where the king had magnified him, and how he had promoted him above the princes and servants of the king. Haman also said, Even Esther the queen, let no one but me come with the king to to the banquet which she had prepared, and tomorrow also I am invited by her with the king. Yet all of this does not satisfy me every time I see Mordecai, the Jew, sitting at the king's gate. Then Zeresh, his wife, and all his friends said to him, Have a gallows fifty cubits high made and in the morning asked the king to have Mordecai hanged on it. Then go joyfully with the king to the banquet, and the advice pleased Haman. So he had the gallows made. Esther chapter 6 During that night the king could not sleep, so he gave an order to bring the book of the records, the chronicles, and they were read before the king. It was found written that Mordecai had reported concerning uh, Bigthana and Teresh, two of the king's eunuchs, who were doorkeepers, that they had sought to lay hands on the king Ahasuerus. The king said, What honor or dignity has been bestowed on Mordecai for this? Then the king's servants who attended him said, Nothing has been done for him. So the king said, Who is in the court? Now Haman had just entered the outer court of the king's palace in order to speak to the king about hanging Mordecai on the gallows which he had prepared for him. 
The king's servant said to him, Behold, Haman is standing in the court. And the king said, Let him come in. So Haman came in, and the king said to him, What is to be done for the man whom the king desires to honor? And Haman said to himself, Whom would the king desire to honor more than me? Then Haman said to the king, For the man whom the king desires to honor, let him bring a royal robe which the king has worn, and the horse on which the king has ridden, and on whose head a royal crown has been placed. And let the robe and the horse be handed over to the one of the king's most noble princes, and let them array the man whom the king desires to honor, and lead him on horseback through the city square, and proclaim before him, Thus it shall be done to the man whom the king desires to honor. Then the king said to Haman, Take quickly the robes and the horse as you have said, and do so for Mordecai the Jew, who is sitting at the king's gate. Do not fall short in anything of all that you have said. So Haman took the robe and the horse and arrayed Mordecai, and led him on horseback through the city square, and proclaimed before him, Thus it shall be done to the man whom the king desires to honor. Then Mordecai returned to the king's gate, but Haman hurried home, mourning with his head covered. Haman recounted to Zeresh his wife and all his friends everything that had happened to him. Then his wise men and Zeresh, his wife, said to him, If Mordecai, before whom you have begun to fall, is a Jewish as of Jewish origin, you will not overcome him, but will surely fall before him. While they are still talking with him, the king's eunuchs arrived and hastily brought Haman to the banquet which Esther had prepared. Esther chapter 7 Now the king and Haman came to drink wine with Esther the queen. And the king said to Esther, On the second day also they drank their wine at the banquet. What is your petition, Queen Esther? It shall be granted you. And what is your request, even to half of the kingdom? It shall be done. Then Queen Esther replied, If I have found favor in your sight, O king, and if it pleases the king, let my life be given me as my petition, and my people as my request. For we have been sold, I and my people, to be destroyed, to be killed, and to be annihilated. Now if we had only, if we had only been sold as slaves, men and women, I would have remained silent, for the trouble would not be... Uh, commensurate with the annoyance to the king. Then King Ahasuerus asked Queen Esther, Who is he, and where is he who would presume to do this? Esther said, A foe and an enemy is that wicked Haman. Then Haman became terrified before the king and queen. The king arose in his anger from drinking wine and went into the place, the palace garden. But Haman stayed to beg for his life from Queen Esther, for he saw that harm had been determined against him by the king. Now when the king returned from the palace garden into the, pal- into the place where they were drinking wine, Haman was falling on the couch where Esther was. Then the king said, Will he even assault the queen with me in the house? As the word went out of the king's mouth, they covered Haman's face. Then Harbona, one of the eunuchs, who were before the king, said, Behold, indeed, the gallows standing at Haman's house 
fifty cubits high, which Haman made for Mordecai, who spoke good on behalf of the king. And the king said, Hang him on it. So they hanged Haman on the gallows which he had prepared for Mordecai, and the king's anger subsided. Esther chapter 8 On that day King Ahasuerus gave the house of Haman, the enemy of the Jews, to Queen Esther. And Mordecai came before the king, for Esther had disclosed what he was to her. The king took off his signet ring, which he had taken away from Haman, and gave it to Mordecai. And Esther set Mordecai over the house of Haman. Then Esther spoke again to the king, fell at his feet, wept, and implored him to avert the evil scheme of Haman the Agagite and his plot which he had devised against the Jews. The king extended the golden scepter to Esther, so Esther arose and stood before the king. Then she said, If it pleases the king, and if I have found favor before him, and the matter seems proper to the king, and I am pleasing in his sight, let it be written to revoke the letters devised by Haman, the son of Hamadatha the Agagite, which he wrote to destroy the Jews who are in all the king's provinces. For how can I endure endure to see the calamity which will befall my people? And how can I endure to see the destruction of my kindred? So King Ahasuerus said to Queen Esther and to Mordecai the Jew, Behold, I have given the house of Haman to Esther, and him they have hanged on the gallows because he had stretched out his hands against the Jews. Now you write uh, to the Jews as you see fit in the king's name and seal it with the king's signet ring for a decree which is written in the name of the king and sealed with the king's signet ring may not be revoked. So the king's scribes were called at that time in the third month, that is the month of Sivan, on the twenty-third day, and it was written according to all that Mordecai commanded to the Jews, the satraps, the governors, the princes of the provinces, which extended from India to Ethiopia, 127 provinces, to every province according to its script, and to every people according to their language as well, as to the Jews according to their script and their language. He wrote in the name of King Ahasuerus, and sealed it with the king's signet ring, and sent the letters by couriers on horses riding on steeds, sired by the royal stud. In them the king granted the Jews who were in, in each and every city the right to assemble and to defend their lives, to destroy, to, ki- uh, to kill or annihilate the entire army of any people or province which might attack them, including children and women, and to plunder their spoil. On one day in all the province of King Ahasuerus, the, thir- the 13th day of the tw- 12th month, that is the month of Adar, a copy of the edict to be issued as law in each and every province was pub- was published to all the people so that the Jews would be ready for this day to avenge themselves on their enemies. The couriers hastened and impelled by the king's command went out riding on the royal steeds and the decree was given out at the citadel in Susa. Then Mordecai went out from the presence of the king in royal robes of blue and white with a large crown of gold and a garment of fine linen and purple. And the city of Susa shouted and rejoiced, for the Jews there was light and gladness and joy and honor. 
in each and every province and in each and every city wherever the king's commandment and his decree arrived, there was gladness and joy for the Jews, a feast and a holiday. And many among the peoples of the land became Jews, for the dread of the Jews had fallen on them. Esther chapter 9. Now in the twelfth month, that is the month of Adar, on the thirteenth day, when the king's command and edict were about to be executed on the day when the enemies of the Jews hoped to gain the mastery over them, it was turned to the contrary, so that the Jews themselves gained the mastery over the mastery over those who hated them. The Jews assembled in their cities throughout all the provinces of King Ahasuerus to lay hands on those who sought their harm, and no one could stand before them, for the dread of them had fallen on the peoples. Even all the princes of the governors of the, of the provinces, the satraps, the governors, and those who were doing the king's business assisted the Jews because the dread of Mordecai had fallen on them. Indeed, Mordecai was great in the king's house, and his fame spread throughout all the provinces, for the man Mordecai became greater and greater. Thus the Jews struck all their enemies with a sword, killing and destroying, and they did what they pleased to those who hated them. At the citadel in Susa, the Jews killed and destroyed five hundred men, and Parshandatha, Dalphon, Aspatha, Aspatha, Poratha, Adalia, Eridatha, uh, Parmashta, Arisai, Aridai, and Vizatha, the ten sons of Haman, the son of Hamadatha, the Jews' enemy, but they did not lay their hands on the plunder. On that day, the number of those who were killed at the citadel in Susa was reported to the king. The king said to Queen Esther, The Jews have killed and destroyed five hundred men and the ten sons of Haman at the citadel in Susa. What then have they done in the rest of the king's provinces? Now what is your petition? It shall even be granted you. And what is your further request? It shall be done. Then said Esther, If it pleases the king, let tomorrow also be granted to the Jews who are in Susa to do according to the edict of today, and let Haman's ten sons be hanged on the gallows. So the king commanded that it should be done, and an edict was issued in Susa, and Haman's ten sons were hanged. The Jews were who were in Susa assembled also on the fourteenth day of the month, Adar, and killed three hundred men in Susa, but they did not lay their hands on the plunder. Now the rest of the Jews who were in the king's provinces assembled to defend their lives and rid themselves of their enemies and kill seventy-five thousand of those who hated them, but they did not lay their hands on the plunder. This was done on the thirteenth day of the thirteenth of the month of Adar, and on the fourteenth day they rested and made it a day of feasting and rejoicing. But the Jews who were in Susa assembled on the thirteenth day and the fourteenth day of the same month, and they rested on the fifteenth day and made it a day of feasting and rejoicing. Therefore the Jews of the rural areas who live in the rural towns make the fourteenth day of the month Adar a holiday for rejoicing and feasting and sending portions of food to one another. 
Then Mordecai recorded these events, and he sent letters to all the Jews who were in all the provinces of King Ahasuerus, both near and far, obliging them to celebrate the fourteenth day of the month, Adar, and the fifteenth day of the same month annually, because on those days the Jews rid themselves of their enemies, and it was a month which was turned for them from sorrow into gladness, and from mourning into a holiday that they should make them days of feasting and rejoicing and sending portions of food to one another and gifts to the poor. Thus the Jews undertook what they had started to do and what Mordecai had written to them. For Haman the son of Hamadatha the Agagite, the adversary of all the Jews, had schemed against the Jews to destroy them and had cast pur, that is, the lot, to disturb them and destroy them. But when it came to the king's attention, he commanded by letter that his wicked scheme, which he had devised against the Jews, should return on his own head, and that he and his sons should be hanged on the gallows. Therefore they called these days Purim, after the name of Pur. And because of the instructions in this letter, both what they had seen in this regard and what had happened to them, The Jews established and made a custom for themselves and for their descendants and for all those who allied themselves with them so that they would not fail to celebrate these two days according to their regulation and according to their appointed time annually. So these days were to be remembered and celebrated throughout every generation, every family, every province, and every city. And these days of Purim were not to fail from among the Jews or their memory fade from their descendants. Then Queen Esther, daughter of Abihail, with Mordecai the Jew, wrote with full authority to confirm this second letter about Purim. He sent letters to all the Jews to the 127 provinces of the kingdom of Ahasuerus, namely, words of peace and truth, to establish these days of Purim at their appointed times just as Mordecai the Jew and Queen Esther had established for them, and just as they had established for themselves and for their descendants with instructions for their times of fasting and their lamentations. The command of Esther established these customs for Purim, and it was written in the book. Esther chapter 10 Now King Ahasuerus laid a tribute on the land and on the coastlands of the sea and all the accomplishments of his authority and strength and the full account of the greatness of Mordecai to which the king advanced him are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Media and and, uh, Persia for Mordecai the Jew was second only to king Ahasuerus and great among the Jews and in favor with his many kinsmen one who sought the good of his people, and one who spoke for the welfare of his whole nation. Thank you, Darian.